morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. And of course, as always, I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and smiling from ear to ear because what? You know, it's Friday. Um, and, uh, you know, we already have a ton of people here. My God, we just started and there's already 75 people here. That is absolutely unbelievable. And it puts such a big smile on my face because uh, I love doing this. Uh, I love being here. I love doing the, you know, the work that goes in behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see. And this kind of response, I mean, we're not even, not even uh, a minute into, we already have that many people here. Big, big thank you to everyone already. here. I'm just looking at, someone had said in the chat, I'm trying to remember who it was. If I find it, um, let me see if I could just look for it real quick. Someone says they like this everyday stream streak that I'm on. Listen, I don't mind it. But when 12.05 hits, I'm going to be able to sit back in my chair and actually just chill because I will have uh, produced five and been on one, six, two plus hour live streams in five days. It does take a bit of a toll. My back is not that great, to be honest with you. That's why if I go off camera, it's because I'm doing the old man stretch. But listen... Let's get into the introductions, folks. You're not here to hear about Boom's back. You're here about to hear about video games. And we have a lot to talk about because guess what? Max Payne 1 and 2 being remade by Remedy. And I know. Don't get yourself all worked up. Look, they did Crossfire X and that was garbage. Yes, I agree. It was not their <laughs> best day in the sun for sure. But also we have to take into account that Smilegate was funding that. And Smilegate, well... They're very small. Rockstar Games, on the other hand, are are funding this. And well, the uh, the the team that brings you GTA Five, I don't know, for the twenty fifth year in a row, is making money, and they do have the money to burn. So, Remedy, whether you like them, hate them, love them, I think they're going to do an amazing job. Because man, who doesn't want to play Max Payne One and Two remade? Uh, of course, we're going to be talking about Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider was just announced. It is going to be using the Unreal Engine 5. And what was a bit interesting, and I know that I'm going to get flamed for this, but you know what? I have a fireproof suit, so I'm going to jump right in. I think that this might be an Xbox exclusive. And I say that because when they made the announcement and I looked for it, there were no consoles announced on what brand it was going to fall on. And it just so happens that Crystal D is working closely with Microsoft uh, on, I don't know, a little first-party game called Perfect Dark. It just so happens that they could have become first-party or in the process may become first-party sooner than later. And, of course, we're going to open up the show with some new information that comes the way of Jason Schreier. Yes, I know that guy's a, a, a weasel, but you know what? He did report on some news coming out of Activision Blizzard. It's a topic that we're going to be talking about for, I believe, the remainder of the 2022 campaign. But let's get into the introductions. I'm going to start first with uh, what? Well, actually, it's two questions. First of all, welcome, Dreadpool, right? But secondly, what have you had for breakfast this fine Friday morning, sir? And he's muted. And he's muted. <laughs> ah, that ruined my intro. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm still awake. I'm still awake. I didn't fall asleep. So good morning, everyone. How's it going? Yes, I've had a, um, I got a double shot of coffee here. Nice. I've been up all night. Um, actually, Game Complainers, I've been watching him uh, stream it all night, and he's actually here in the chat. 
And believe it or not, boom, he's from Yonkers too. Oh, so he's, nice. He's, he's a probably local boy. Like to him. Yes, excellent. So, um, um, uh, you know that that guy with the mustache, and he was asking if the donuts are fresh. Yes. I went to his establishment and I got me a Boston cream and oh, nice. some other delicious donuts. I'm jealous because all I had was a bagel with a slice of cheese and a coffee. I feel like Oof. I've been chipped, ripped off. That, that sounds good, though. That sounds it was. Good. It, was quite, it bagel. was quite tasty, <laughs> but not as not, not as tasty as a Boston cream. But listen, brother, I cannot wait to get your opinion. I just want to say welcome to the program. Right. Next up, Fuzzy Belvedere. But Fuzzy, uh, we we have an incredible DM, folks, uh, and I wish we could invite everyone, but it's 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 the podcast DM, so we unfortunately can't. And you've been going back and forth with Mister Badbit Joe. Who I was hoping that would be here. He might be listening. Maybe he shows up as a surprise guest. He has a he has a big opinion on uh, the Activision Blizzard situation. Uh, so do you. So does Crispy. So does Webb and Dread. And I I'm looking forward to talking about it. But good morning, brother. How you feeling? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to be here. Glad we have everybody here in the chat. And man, it's an awesome panel and some awesome topics to talk about. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the Activision stuff. Crispy. Definitely on on his side on on a lot of the me too yeah I hundred percent I hundred percent agree with Chris uh, with, with crispy uh, on this one but uh, we're gonna get into man. what crispy said momentarily but let's welcome in Web Dave Dave how you doing brother you've been uh, killing oh. it with the interviews how you feeling man dude thank you so much and yes uh, I'm feeling great man pumped up ready to talk man we got some great topics today you sent us a list and I was like holy crap yeah. let's get into this this is this is going to be a good day and uh, yeah and thank you everybody joining us today and please don't hesitate man get your questions get your super chats let's get it going because uh, boom's ready we're all ready to talk about this today and you know, speaking of super chats, the first one of the day comes from our very good friend, longtime friend, uh, actually one of the first people to get in line to support Mr. Boomstick XL, Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick is Elemental Pio. He drops very generous five dollar super chat. It's good to see you, my brother. I'm glad that you are doing much better. Uh, he says, "Good morning, gamers. Thanks for entertaining the entertaining conversation, Boom and Panel, um, Advil Boom. Yeah, you know what, dude, I." Do. I have a lot of it. Helps my back pain. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, um, ice usually does good for me because my nerves get inflamed. So ice is what you, you would cool it down with. But I appreciate it, brother. And uh, last and no way least, the best voice in the business, whether he's up at, you know, at night or you know, chilling on another podcast, or he's here to entertain you with his thoughts. Crispy Bomb, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Oh, feeling awesome. Boom. Good morning, everyone. And yeah, we, we were uh, fiery in the DMs. Uh, not <laughs> not just not just breakfast of boom, but there was other DMs that people were a little fired up. It's uh, it's been an interesting week with uh, stories and news and we got to get into it, man. Yeah, we, we, we absolutely have to get into it. And I, and I do want to break it down. Uh, Jason Schreier is reporting, folks. Um, and uh, I'm going to pull up his tweets. Uh, I, you know, again, I, I'm blocked from him. So someone had put a, took a screenshot because he blocked me for calling him a pompous ass. And I'm not too far from the truth with that one. But <laughs> listen, I, I, I have to, you know, give him credit. He did, you know, he, he's a sweasel, right? I'll say that. But he does have connections still somehow in the industry where he finds out these things well listen this is what he said on his twitter account it says um uh new activision blizzard just told staff that it's 1100 quality assurance testers uh will be converted to uh, from contract or contracted workers 
to full time, and they have been bumped up to at the minimum of $20 per hour. A big win for QA in the wake of several worker revolts and a be uh, a begrudging um, union effort story soon. So apparently he's writing the story about the union effort. Uh, I'm all for unions. I, I was a part of the PBA, which is the Patrolmen's Beloved Association, and they were our mouthpiece, our voice for the police officers here in New York City. And and I believe in unions, but unions could also be corrupt. Unions can also be bad. Um, so, uh, but I just want to report uh, what he said. Uh, and he says this in a follow-up tweet, slight clarification on my wording here. 1,100 is the number of temporary and contracted QA testers that are being converted to full-time. According to Activision Blizzard, there are other testers at the company who were already full-time staff. So, Crispy, I want to go to you first because, man, our DM was fast and furious. Uh, you were having a very, very uh, – and, and it's not heated, folks. Him and Joe are good friends. They're just having a, a, a very healthy conversation. And, you know, Joe, who's not here to speak for himself because, I, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase, uh, is, is against – Activision Blizzard, and for good reasons, right? The, the culture has been nothing short of profit first and f human beings. That that that's a fact. That's both at Blizzard and at Activision, and we know that uh, that all stems from the uh, the way the company was run through Bobby Kotick, who is uh, you know a human scumbag, right? That that there's just no doubt about it. Uh, he is uh, unfortunately was at the center of profit before people. Um, and uh, a lot of people on the board uh, were that way as well. Uh, and, and again, that's not that's not my opinion on it, it but it's an actual fact. Um, we're starting to see some changes come the way of Activision Blizzard, and the heated conversation uh, that uh, that we were having in this uh, in this DM was Joe seems to think it's illegal for Microsoft to try and instill any of their will. Uh, because they're not the current owners, and I, uh, to some extent, understand that um, he's he's Microsoft doesn't have anybody at Activision Blizzard pointing at things to get done, right? That they don't own them yet, so they cannot do that legally. But I would imagine that conversations when uh, were between uh, Microsoft's uh, Satya Nadala and and Kotek were like, hey, listen, if you want this sale to go through you're going to have to make some serious changes and those changes are going to have to be now. Uh, Crispy, why don't you, um, you know, further the point that you were talking about in the DM and just give your, uh, your overall general opinion on whether or not, because some people are, are downplaying that these 1100 people have become full time. I, I think that if you are, you're just not reading the room correctly because temporary workers don't have insurance. Temporary workers are walking a, fi- a razor's edge of whether or not they're going to come in next Friday and have a job. If you're permanent, it's a whole different story, and you understand that more than anyone. Please elaborate on that. Well, I mean, you got to be honest here. Like, this is a way to keep them from unionizing. Um, now, in logicalness, a union can be great, or it could be kind of not so great. Um, as I was saying in the DM, you know, me being my own individual, not part of the union, I have more negotiation power when it comes to my pay being a manager. 
So, you know, and, and hypothetically, the union usually has uh, rates and, and B-grade scales. Now, as you get more years, you just get more money. But hypothetically, if I go to a larger store doing more work, I still am going to make that rate. Now, yes, you can eventually be 40 years in there and make a ton of money. But until then, like you could go and do more work and have a harder job and make the same rate because that's the way the union contract set up. So, I mean, it could go both ways. You know what I mean? It could be great. Could not be great. Unions generally will have better, you know, insurance, but if you're going from having no insurance to some kind of insurance, I think somebody's going to be very happy if they're making, you know, 17, $18, they get a $2 raise right off rip. I mean, these are things that it's a kind of a backhanded, you know, uh, way of doing it. But at the same time, you know, there's a reason why Microsoft is kind of lingering there. I mean, they have to, they have to, you know, communicate to be able to, you know, do this deal. I mean, they have to be able to communicate. They don't have to outright tell them you're not going to hear nothing about it. You're just going to hear, oh, Activision's doing this now. You know what I mean? And, and it could be a lawyer. It could be anybody. You know what I mean? Like, we can't sit here and act like the thousands of people that are probably working on this haven't communicated. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and it's one of those those things where it's like, you know, as an employee, they they probably have a choice. And I'm sure, you know, they're not going to give them more money um, if they're going to be a part of the union. And that's a choice they have to make. You know, you're not going to see them really do much about it now. They've They've given their you know, given this package to the employee and said, here, okay, this is what we're willing to do. All right. Which is a lot more than what they've ever had. So I just, I feel like it's like Microsoft kind of like poking at them like, Hey, Hey, we got to get this through, bro. Come on. You got to do something here. So, you know, and, and it's kind of, you know, interesting that after the Senator Warren and all that stuff came out that, you know, all of a sudden this comes out, it's uh, too convenient, I should say. Yeah, no, it, you know, you can suggest it's too convenient, but I think that there's a, the shareholders, listen, the, the, the bottom line is this, right? Uh, you've heard Hoag Law talk about it. You heard me and Gaz talk about it uh, on yesterday's new uh, X-Vlog Live. And you've heard me talk about this on primetime, just about every show. We've talked about this one way or another. If this deal fails to go through, there's a good chance that Activision Blizzard files for Chapter 11 because their stock is going to tank. There is going to tank so bad, um, and uh, and I think that you know you you I think that the people on the board understand that Microsoft is 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 giving them more money than what their stock was worth at the time of 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 announcement. So if this deal doesn't go through because Activision and Blizzard currently somehow screw it up by not you know doing the right thing by their people and making the government have an even more keen eye on the situation than it already has, then that's going to be on them. Um, but I, 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 I think that you're going to – I don't think this is the, the, the last change you're going to see, to be honest with you, Crispy. Do you, do you agree with that? Oh, it's definitely – we're going to see more and more. Um, we'll see how long, you know, how long this drags out with the, you know, the Senate going and, and doing this investigation. You know, because I feel as as is more drawn out, I mean, the more the employees are going to get uh, even more. And it's it's going to, you know, and Microsoft, I'm sure, doesn't even really have to say much anymore. You know what I mean? Like now it's just, you know, Activision's got to they got to get it right and they got to show that, you know, 
they're making strides to treat their employees the way they should be treated. So, I mean, at the end of the day, is it kind of horrible that, you know, they have to be forced to do this? Yeah, but, I, I mean, how many companies have we seen that, you know, have this issue? I mean, Amazon, big example. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. slowly they've been, you know, with union and stuff like that, they've been forcing, you know, being forced to pay, pay better, to treat their employees a little bit better. Is it still a, a great, great work? No, but it, no, I, no. I, but I again, these things that, take time. They take time. Christy. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to take time. And, and like I said, it technically it's, you know, not legal for them to say, but uh, like there's laws in place, you know, confidentiality with lawyers and stuff like that, that you never are going to find out. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just, you know, one of those things where it could be just a random, you know, lawyer talking to a lawyer and like, hey, um, so this, this, and this. Well, we got to work on this. You know what I mean? And that's all you got to say. You don't have to, you know, be like, you have to do this. Like, that's, I think, where it would be uh, really illegal. You know what I mean? So. Well, I mean, listen, it, it's it's at this point, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, I have a feeling that this is going to play out uh, probably by the end of the year. And again, that's just my uh, small opinion. I am not a professional. Uh, the one that uh, I know. And, and what's interesting is we've seen Ho kind of reverses uh, his uh, um, his percentages. Man, he when it was when the deal was first announced, he said 80, 20. And then something happened. He said 75, 25. And in yesterday's new video, he thinks it's 70, 30 now. Um, and, uh, but, but, but again, he doesn't still, he still doesn't feel that it's not going to go through because the point of the FTC is to make sure, uh, that the, the employees are at, for, if we're speaking about the employees, we think that they should be treated fairly. They should have proper vacation. They should have proper time off. They shouldn't be working 16 hour days. You know, we all agree with that. But that's not what the FTC is here for. The FTC is here for to make sure that this deal, uh, when it's done, doesn't make Microsoft a monopoly. More so than that, they want to make sure that Microsoft doesn't say, okay, now that we own this this this, this new business and all of these studios, Game Pass has gone from four or 15 bucks a month to $50 a month, and they tell you to suck it. That's what they're there for. They're there to make sure that consumers are, are, are covered and protected now i know that there's a there's talk about you know uh potentially uh miss khan who is the head of the ftc wanting to um add uh, a, a workers uh conversation to this uh, to, to, to potentially her opinion on whether or not to approve the deal but just remember it's not her she doesn't approve it or disapprove she uh, she will send hey listen i want this to go through because i've done my work and then she sends it to the courts and then the courts will make the final decision on that and that's what microsoft pays the, their million dollar lawyers for uh i still think it's going to go through because like uh, we've talked about a gazillion times even with the deal going through, Microsoft is still going to be number three in revenue. And Sony, and I, and I keep saying this, and, and I, I've heard from several people that if I'm talking about it, there's a good chance that Microsoft lawyers are going to be talking about it. All they have to do is say, hey, listen, number one revenue, Sony, SIE, PlayStation, has just purchased seven new studios in 18 months. And they're going to buy more. Oh, and by the way, on top of all of that, they just announced a new streaming service to combat a Game Pass, and theirs are actually more expensive. So I think that if I'm saying it, and everyone on this panel is saying it, and people in the chat are saying it, there's a good chance that Microsoft's lawyers can going to be like, well, you know, you can't choke out competition. Because if you're doing that, 
then you're allowing Sony to run supreme. We're doing things so we can make uh, make it a challenge. And everyone wins. Consumer wins. And right now, consumers are winning with Microsoft and Xbox Game Pass. You can't say that for Sony service, which is why it's not officially out. It's just been announced. And, you know, some big changes may or may not come to it. But let's let's bring in Dreadpool into the conversation. Dreadpool, what are your thoughts on what uh, Jason Schreier is reporting? Um, and, uh, you know, Microsoft has already come out and said, hey, listen, you want to unionize? No problem. We're, we're okay with that. And you know, I, I'm trying to see where the where the where the down downplay in this is. He's an idiot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we we got to go after him, right? We got to. <sighs> All right, look. I was with the company before, and I've been grandfathered in this whole time, right? So, the company bought my company that I was in. FTC approved it. Everything was fine. I don't know how it happened, but for some reason it was illegal for them to do that. But they separated part of the company that was illegal for them to do that about a year or so later and then separated it. There was no fines. There was no issues. They got what they wanted out of that half of the company. And then it just, we split off. So something like this is not a big deal. Um, there, there is not going to be like a huge thing about it. This is just going to happen. Now, on the other side, just like we said before, Xbox, Microsoft, whoever, can, you know, can be like, look, you know, this needs to happen. Otherwise, guess what? If you guys back out, you owe us X amount of money. So they have to think about that. They have to think of their stockholders. And I'm sure those stockholders are not going to want to lose all that money. They've already lost the money in what their stocks are worth and they're looking at the money that they can gain from this. So they obviously want to look good too, you know, and it's, it's yet again, it's the same stuff that we have right now with lawyers. It's hide the shell, right? So it's like, look over here, but don't look over here. So, you know, Hey, we're offering them full time, but uh, don't join the union. You know what I mean? So there, there's a whole bunch of, things and we've already seen how unions are great unions have helped push the industry in 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 different facets unions have also destroyed the industry in different facets indeed so good leaders will definitely turn out it doesn't matter where you're at if you're with the union against the union with this company or that company or mom and pop a good leader will, will rise everything up right what happened to twinkies we lost our twinkies because of the union right but what else did we gain because of the union? So there, there's a lot of back and forth when it comes to all this. You have to know what they're dealing with, what they're being presented with. Is there a, 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 another option when they join or another option when they don't join? What, what are the, the whole contracts that they're being forced to sign, right? They're, they're being forced, air quotes. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's a choice. We all have a choice. So we have to remember that these people will make uh, these employees, well, future employees will make a choice as to what they're going to do. Um, we have the same thing, even still with as big of a company that I am at now, we still have other areas that are trying to unionize. And obviously the company doesn't want that. Obviously the workers want that. It will happen if it, if it's going to happen. So it, it's, you just have to, sit back 
and relax. This is not our decision. We can right. only scrutinize it and, and want the best for the employees because obviously the, the better the employee has it, the better quality of life they're going to live, the better quality of hopefully, you know, it relates to the better games that we're going to get from them. Yeah. You know, so there, there's so many facets. It's hard to just break it down to this one area that, oh, this is the problem that's going to cause this to happen for that. There, there's so much in this machine, so many cogs that it's not just one thing, you know, and by law, Microsoft and Xbox cannot say we need this to happen like this by law. They cannot say it. Now, if they had said it before all this stuff, you know, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, wait a second. Who do we have working there that used to be at Microsoft? Huh? Yeah, two people, as a matter of fact. Exactly. And they know what Microsoft wants. Hmm. Wasn't it weird how I said it was kind of like a plant? Like, (laughs) you you always wonder. You You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. whether or not that's true i mean he's always you know um he's always wanted to work for them he's always been a a huge uh diablo fan you know so it's not a big deal but it's you always think about this stuff and look where we're at now now microsoft is looking at buying them yet again yeah it's it's funny that mike yabara and rod ferguson will be microsoft employees once again if this deal if and when the deal goes through it is it is and they don't and they don't report for Xbox. So we got to remember that. This is this is going to be a separate company that reports to Phil. Phil directly. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. So and, and then obviously we already know the um, shifting of power that will happen and the exodus of Bigfoot and boot and buttocks yes. that will happen. Yeah, no, that's, uh, and, and see, that's, again, I, I know a lot of people in the chat are going back and forth about uh, Microsoft, about uh, the FTC not caring about uh, Sony, you know, specifically. Yes and no. Uh, you know, again, the FTC's job in a situation like this is not led by personal feelings about a, a brand. I, I don't think that Mrs. Khan gives a flying F about Sony being first place, uh, you know, having better first party games. What what she ultimately will be concerned about is if this deal goes through, what happens to the consumer base? Do we lose anything? Do are, are we going to be bent over a barrel by Microsoft because now they own the Call of Duty uh, IP? Are our are, are, are mobile users going to be bent over a barrel financially because uh, their favorite games and their favorite IPs like Candy Crush have now quadrupled in price? That That is ultimately what the concern is. The other concern is the word monopoly, which a lot of people, a lot of knuckleheads who, who look, look, when I see people talk about this, especially when they, when they, when I know for a fact that they're mentioning me, folks, I don't get mad. Okay, what I get is unbelievably disappointed because there are people that are talking nonsense that have been in this business longer than I have, and they're just staking their flag in a piece of plastic. Look, I give Microsoft the same business that I give Sony if if and when it's necessary. But I will, of course, champion either of this either of the of of the of the of the IPs that they have or the platform base because I'm just a gamer at heart. Do I like Xbox more? Yes. Yes, I play Xbox more than I played my PlayStation because right now PlayStation, I only have it for first party. And so far this year, that first party games have been incredibly and unbelievably underwhelming. 
So that's why I play an Xbox. But when it gets bringing it, reeling it back into this deal, ultimately, it's no no one no one at the FTC is 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 waving any particular flag. This has to do entirely with what is going to happen to the consumer. That is the whole point of the FTC. But I don't want to keep chasing my tail. I want to go and bring Fuzzy Belvedere into the into the conversation. Fuzzy, mm-hmm. why don't you kind of you know. Uh, reiterate what we've been talking about uh, and, and and more so what Activision is currently doing, right? They are making, and I'm, I'm not saying that they're writing all their wrongs. They're not. But I think what they're trying to do is fix some things before they no longer, and I say they who's currently in charge, because there's going to be a mass exodus in regards to supervisory you know, roles. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is going to come in and they're going to clean house. There's no doubt about it. But what, what are your thoughts on the report from Jason Trier? Well, it, it's, I don't want to say it's funny. It's, it's not that it's funny, but it, it, it is more than coincidental <laughs> that, um, they had all this time to make some of these changes that we've seen over the past, you know, six months or so, um, to do them sooner. And it looks like the more that this deal has like these things in the news that might be more of a roadblock, they're making every, it seems like every effort to kind of, you know, remove this story from the news cycle. So if it means they have to bend the knee on a few things, it looks like that that's what they're going to do. And yes, from a legal standpoint, no, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I do understand that companies can't, that the acquiring company can't instruct them or have agents sell their there. will until they actually own the property. Exactly. But I've, I've been in companies where there's been mergers, complete buyouts and, and acquisition of, of assets and whatnot. And you go to dinner and you say certain things like, man, these news stories really need to go away. It'd be, you know, it's, it's not like it's a mob movie or anything like that. It, it awfully, it'd be, you know, kind of but interesting you, if the story kind of went away. Kind yeah. Of thing. But you can also hear in the conversation, man, you know, it might behoove, certain people in a certain situation to kind of help this deal get through if they did certain things. Right. So it's, I I think part of this is one to keep them out of the news as much as possible. Cause that seems to be the thing that, that keeps on, I guess not really postponing, but it, it just makes them more of a center focus as far as uh, um, the news cycle is concerned. And if they can stay out of the news until, you know, the FTC does what they need to do, right. then they're, they'll probably be in, in, you know, good shape as far as getting this deal done. So they don't, you know, plummet as far as their shareholders value and, and, and whatnot. Well, it, it I just, mean, you know, just to bring up some recent, uh, um, FTC news, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure how many people kept their ear to the floor with the Amazon and MGM, acquisition that was that was rather large mgm owns one of the biggest ips in the world and that's james bond among other things Mm -hmm. and the ftc were 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 doing their damnedest to hold this deal up and 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 amazon was like okay you know what now we're gonna sue the ftc because you're holding this up and you have no right to do so and what happened immediately almost days after it was announced that uh, amazon was suing the FTC for holding up this deal, they bent the knee and they gave in. <laughs> they bent the knee and gave in. And you know why that is? A, they were wrong. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, they had no grounds. And number three, and this is the most important thing, they cannot afford 
a lengthy court battle because that is millions upon millions of taxpayer money mm -hmm. that they are going to be spending on what potentially would be a losing fight. Yeah. And it, it, we have to be honest with, with ourselves. This, this deal is in the best interest of the employees that are currently working there that had to go through all the crap they've had to go through these past few years. And, mm -hmm. and the leadership, just basically that's currently there needs to adjust or, or be removed. But well, they're probably go I, I have, I have a strong suspicion uh, that there is going to be a lot of movement at these companies. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Now, whether that's a uh, pink slips, uh, you know, uh, golden parachutes for some, <laughs> I don't know, but I know that there, there's no way there's not going to be a mass exodus and it's going to be for the betterment of the people that are staying behind, meaning right. the development community that are part of these two monster, uh, um, IP, you know, uh, platforms in Activision and Blizzard. Yeah. I wish we could poke holes in those golden parachutes. I, oh, yeah, yeah, so do I. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny because it's, it, if you, if you've read the letter, uh, from, uh, you know, that, that was addressed to the FTC, from uh, a few a few of the senators, uh, Senator uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, one of them, um, uh, they 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 all felt a, a type of way that um, uh, potentially, and again, this is potentially. I'm I, I'm not I'm not a fly on the wall, so I don't know that Bobby Kotick was going to be given a four hundred million dollar. Hey, get the f out of here, which mm -hmm. is it's sickening to think about that. But that is unfortunately business yeah he has investments like everyone else and does he deserve that money oh my god absolutely not but that's just business right. and ftc well it, that that's not what they're there for you see and that's all in the contract you sign mm -hmm. that's the agreement upon that so he covered himself pretty good of course he did he's a piece of shit but exactly. yeah, yeah but you know what he, he did cover himself yeah, but that that's all I have on that topic. I I, I would say yeah, we're gonna, we're going to get into the we're going to get into the fun ones momentarily. Uh, yeah, because obviously this is a bit of a downer. But listen, it's news, and uh, we got to talk about it because I'm not going to shy away from um, talking about some in, in, important topics. I I think this is uh, rather important. Uh, but let's get Web Dave's opinion. Dave, uh, close out this particular topic for us, and let's. Let's get the, the uh, your opinion. You, obviously, you were you are a part of our DM. You heard what a lot of what Joe had to say, and obviously yep. his his uh, feelings towards Activision Blizzard completely warranted. Uh, I love Joe, and I think Joe does not shoot from the hip. I think he you know he he's he's in his feelings because he feels for the worker, and and you know I have to applaud him for that. With that said, micro uh, Microsoft. Yes, they don't have actual power yet because they don't own Activision Blizzard. But it does make sense to have some things done uh, or are starting to get some movement. Um, and whether or not they're a part of that, and this is coming directly from Activision Blizzard, I, I, I couldn't tell you. What are your thoughts on these 1,100 uh, uh, temps or contracted workers now being full-time? Well, I think it's, you know... A great opportunity for them. Um, I know the company I work for, you know, has recently, um, like second quarter, <clears throat> they're going to be raising the base pay to like $18 an hour, just across the board for no matter what department you're in, just because A, we want to keep people here at the company. And then, you know, B, you want to 
um, you know, you want to try and, you know, have an incentive for people to stay $20 an hour minimum um, sounds fair for the work they do. Granted, it's, it's, it's not as easy as sitting around playing games. It is definitely a, a hard job to do with uh, evaluating the QA on games and, and then plus doing the reports to where they're actually beneficial uh, for the programmers to fix and, um, you know, stay on top of any mistakes or anything that the, that's in the game so they can make a better product than the end result. But with that said, um, you know, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a nice opportunity for them, uh, with the, with the pay increase and, you know, does it, does it smack as, you know, the only way you'll get this is if you don't do the union thing. I don't think that that's actually been stated. I just think it's maybe an incentive to take care of some of what the demands were to prevent them from going, you know, forming a union was that they were wanting to, um, you know, have a you know, better or stable, more stable pay increase and to not necessarily be, you know, contracted, you know, you know, after a certain amount of time, you're out of here. They wanted to be employees of the company with a base pay. And that's obviously, you know, I think what everybody would, would rather be a, a full-time employee compared to a temp, I would think. Um, so that's, you know, that's definitely a, an option, you know, that, that's, that's going to be beneficial to the actual worker. And, and as far as Microsoft having an input in it, um, you know, I think that um, kind of the writing was on the wall for Kotec that, you know, uh, before even even the acquisition was was up, he, you know, they he made comments that they were going to make changes and look at things and and, you know, try and you know make evaluations. Um, <clears throat> could he have a whisper in his ear of a, of a way to help do that? Sure. Could it have been something they talked about before? The, you know, the paper was signed to actually go into the acquisition process, most definitely. But, um, I mean, can you, can you say that, um, you know, it's, it's bad or wrong for, for, for them wanting the best for, you know, for the merger to get through? Of course not. They, they want this deal to go through his parachute. I, I agree with you that, uh, that, you know, does he deserve it? Probably not. But, um, but in the end game, even if you have to pay him a crap ton of money, to get him out of the way and to yep. get this behind them, That's I think correct. it's worth it because because if pay him, get him done, and then he's gone. Then he's then gone you forever. Never have to yeah. worry about mm-hmm. this scumbag again. And that's what that's really. And, and of course, Elizabeth Warren. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of political things going on. I particularly don't necessarily like her views or opinions at all, but I think that she's not necessarily trying to be for the worker, what she says she's out for her bottom line. And this is just something that they can grandstand on to, 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 to make a, to try and make a case for themselves to make themselves feel. Well, it's, it's election, it's election year. Exactly. Uh, Appeal to the base. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a fantastic point. I mean, when you can attach your name to a $70 billion deal, <laughs> one of the biggest deals in U.S. history, one yep. of the biggest deals for for Microsoft as a company, in, in the history of the company, then yes, you can you can, you can can use it as a grandstanding tactic to say, hey, look, look what I did. I fought big tech, vote for me. And I think that's really what it comes down to. And, I, and, and, and these, these, are, these are snake-filled waters. And it's going to be very hard for everyone, especially Microsoft, to navigate through. But... They have very high power uh, and high profile lawyers that are going to be there to uh, to get to make sure that this deal is done. But listen, Jay, ladies and gentlemen, we've opened the show 40 minutes in, but now we're going to talk about Max Payne. 
But before we do, I got to shout out Chaos Mites, who's been a member uh, uh, for three months of Here Comes the Boom. He says, if Microsoft can't buy Activision, then no one can. And then Activision devs would just be doomed to horrible work environment environment, and Call of Duty support teams. And yep, you're onto something with that, because who do you want buying them? Do you want Amazon buying them? Do you want Tencent buying them? Do you, uh, I don't know, and, and do you want Engracer Group? adding to their already 76 developers that they currently own. So again, it's what, if Microsoft doesn't buy them, what happens? Well, one of the things that would happen is that their stock would tank and they would probably have to uh, file for chapter 11. And what happens when a company files for chapter 11? Well, the worker gets laid off and probably anywhere between 15 to 19% of the workforce would be laid off which is something that is not going to happen if Microsoft does in turn buy them. They're going to keep everybody just like they kept everybody at Bethesda, just like they kept everybody at Playground Games and and, uh, and Double Fine and everywhere else. So it's uh, what happened when Microsoft bought these studios? They started a hiring spree to get them more help. So I, I don't see the downside, and I know people are going to be like, well, that's because you're a bot. Boom, boom. <laughs> and, 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 and that's fine. That's fine. You can say whatever you want. but They figured you out. They absolutely have. They, they, they figured out my dastardly plan that in, 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 under it all, I'm just a bot. Hey, but Chris, can, I, can I say one, one last thing? Please, yeah, make it by quick. all means. Um, I personally think that this deal is, is going through. There's nothing going to hold this back. There is absolutely no way this deal is not going to get done. And if it doesn't go through, I don't know. You guys can roast me all you want to make a clip. No, out of it, I, 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 I definitely, I'm in your camp deal. on that. I, I, I definitely think it's going to go through. I think it's going to be, it's going to be one of those things that maybe go, takes a little bit longer because they want more eyes. They want more verification on what they're going to do. But I, 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 don't, I don't think that Mrs. Khan or the FTC can prove that this is somehow going to make uh, Microsoft a monopoly, which it will not. Um, and also it will, uh, they can't prove that uh, the consumer, which is us, are somehow going to be hurt or it's going to be a detriment to the community. I, I, just, I, I, I just don't see it. Uh, but real quick, Chris R. drops in a uh, five-hour Zoom chat. Chris, thanks for being here, brother, and thanks for the uh, generosity. He says removing Kotick would be big. But honestly, I don't expect any change unless they remove most of the current board. They are all complicit. And you are on to something with that. But I think a lot of the board members are going are to take their money and run. I, I, I really do. Uh, Danny Passion Official. Danny, what's up, brother? Good morning. He drops a five-hour Zoom chat and says, I was trying to get Elden Ring with the, X, the, the Xbox Series X bundle on Microsoft Store. And I got a message saying that the game is included on your subscription for free but buy it to own forever. Yeah, I saw that dude, and I, I actually I tweeted about that, and I got a lot of, <laughs> I got a lot of backlash. I, I listen. If you are Microsoft, and you're seeing the success of Elden Ring, right? Which I literally was just playing level two forty. What am I? Two forty three. Two hundred. Yeah, two forty three. One hundred and sixty two hours in, and it's, it's just like crack cocaine. I can't stop playing it. It's ridiculous. I, nothing else exists, which is terrible, but also I don't care because I'm having fun. Um, if you can somehow in one of your upcoming months announce that you're dropping Elden Ring, the, the game of the year to many, including myself, the, 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 the generational phenomenon from, from software into your paid for service, 
you're going to open a bunch of eyes. Even the normies who have no interest in gaming normally have heard about Elden Ring. Oh, I've heard about that game. That's the one where it's, you know, you're fighting dragons and stuff, right? Yeah, that's the one. If that gets in the Game Pass, that is going to be effing huge, man. And I and I can see it happening. I, I, I absolutely can. But I want to talk about Remedy Entertainment. Now, like I said in the opening, I know people are booing already. Crossfire X, which, by the way, I, I actually bought. And I, and I, I tried to get a refund. I played... I think a, a few minutes more than I was than you're, than you're allowed. It it is a terrible game. It is it is so terrible that it's probably PlayStation Two era terrible or X O G Xbox terrible. Um, not their finest crowning achievement for Remedy Inter- Entertainment. But with that said, they've also made games like Max Payne back in the days. They've also made uh, games like Quantum Break, they made games like Control. Um, you can say whatever you want. I'm a I'm a stand for Remedy, and of course we had the announcement that happened on social media on Twitter that Re- Remedy Entertainment enters an agreement with Rockstar Games for a new Max Payne one and two project. And here is what Rockstar had to say in the press release, folks. It says this. We are thrilled when our longtime friends at Remedy approached us about remaking the original Max Payne game, said uh, Sam Hauser, founder of Rockstar Games. Obviously, we know his brother left a couple of years ago. He is still there. He says, we are massive fans of the of the work that Remedy te- the Remedy team has created over the years, and we can't wait to play these new versions. Max Payne has always held a special place in the hearts of everyone at Remedy, and we know that the millions of fans worldwide feel the same. Now, this comes to us from Remedy CEO Tero Vertala, and he continues by saying, we're usually excited to be working with our partners at Rockstar Games once again for the chance to bring the story, action, and atmosphere of the original Max Payne games back to players in new ways and it continues one last paragraph folks under the development agreement signed today remedy will develop the games as a single title for pc uh playstation 5 and xbox series x and s using the proprietary north light and game engine the game's development budget will be financed by rockstar games and the size of which will be in the line of a typical remedy triple a game production Under this agreement, Remedy has a royalty opportunity after Rockstar Games to recoup its development, marketing, and other costs for distributing and publishing the game. Uh, If if you're interested where they are in the project, they say this. The project is currently in concept development stage, so you could imagine that this is going – we're not going to see this at least for another two to three years. With that said, we have seen uh, last gen some remakes that really set the bar high for what a remake is supposed to be. For me, it's Resident Evil 2 jumps right off the page. Resident Evil 2 98 was and has been my number one game, my top in my number one in my top five games of all time. 
Well, that was recently replaced with what Capcom brought to the table in their retelling and remake of Resident Evil 2. That was a masterpiece. We saw um, Square Enix bring back Final Fantasy VII. Now, whether you love or hate that game, I thought it was gorgeous. It wasn't the full game, and I don't know if we're ever going to get that because it's Square Enix. We, you know, They just take their time with stuff. But I quite enjoyed that. Uh, obviously, we saw Resident Evil 3. Didn't hit as well because they did cut out a lot. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Resident 3, and that, that didn't hit. But let me go first to Crispy. Crispy, the announcement of the remake, uh, which is going to be a singular product, which I'm happy to know that it's it's going you're going to get Max Payne 1 and 2 remake, one package. I would imagine it's going to be 60 or 70 bucks. Well, it's, it's, it's take two, so it's probably going to be 70 bucks. Um, if they can hit the same way that Resident Evil 2 hit, I am all in. What 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 do you have excitement for this announcement? I'm excited, but I'm a little uh Re- Remedy's like it's either like a, a half hit, like like you know, like it's it's a so double. your confidence level's a little low, is what you're saying. It's a double or it's a bunt. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, we could definitely say Crossfire X is a bunt. Um, maybe get one base. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't feel they're hitting. I mean, hitting home runs at least as of now. Uh, so I mean, the way to get yourself out of it is go to something familiar and also yeah. something that actually does deserve to be uh, a remade. Um, you know, I, I think you know the first time I played Max, it was like something we had never seen, really. Like it was, it was crazy. Um, that game. So, you know, they're the right dev for it. I just, I, I hope, I hope they get back to the roots, and I hope they, they see that you know they can really have something here because there's a lot of people that really don't understand what Max Payne is to video gaming. You know what I'm saying? And and that's something that you know I think as people play it, as long as it's done right, really, truly remade, like your Resident Evil, even, I'll go to Tony Hawk, okay? That game is is ridiculous, what they did with it. And, and yeah, that, that's, it. A, you know what, I'm glad you mentioned that. The remake I should have mentioned, that was phenomenally done, yeah. You know, and, and that's that's where we say, like, you know, it's great that they they have the funding, you know, because, you, like you, you, we've talked about, you know, if you don't have the right funding, you're not gonna be able to do everything you want. Now that you know, Rockstar could be pretty cutthroat, I'm sure, but they also seem to nurture games and give it give a a lot of time. You know what I mean? Like, so if they're right on point with that, do what they've been doing, I could see this being something really special. I just I hope it's a really good home run. That's that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, they were the original developer, so I, I they have that going for them. I mean, the I look. I quite enjoyed Control, but Control was not a home run. Control had a bunch of problems. It's more like a triple if you want to talk baseball. I think, and this is, again, this opinion, folks. Mine probably differs than yours. The last time I feel that they hit a home run was with Quantum Break. Like, you can say whatever you want. Oh, boom, I didn't like the movie things and this stuff. That game was dope. That game was awesome. It's almost a crime that we're not going to get a sequel to that. Um, but yeah, listen, I think you're onto something. It, 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 I'm excited because I'm a huge, um, Max Payne fan. And I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head, Crispy. A lot of people don't understand when that game, when Max Payne released 
and you and you did the bullet time thing for the first time in your life you're like oh my god yeah i'll never be the same gamer again and it's the story for Max Payne one and two. They were freaking phenomenal, man. Uh, I, I'm I'm hoping that it is a home run. I would even say I'm. Ho- I would even dare say that I'm hoping it's a grand slam because, uh, I mean, Max Payne is iconic. Uh, three was just brought back, which I I I, I purchased. And I've never played, and I, I've heard so many great things about it that it's backwards compatible. Uh, and uh, now with this announcement, if I can get away from Elden Ring, I'm definitely going to play Max Payne for sure, or at least Max Payne 3. Uh, but let's bring in Dreadpool. Dreadpool, you're an old school gamer, an old school cat like some of us on here. You're, old, you know, you're part of the old man's club. Where, 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 do you, where do you personally feel about Max Payne being remade, but more so that Remedy is going to do with the original creators? I feel insulted. You're calling me old. No, well, kidding. You are, you are who you hurts, are, right? and I am who I am. <laughs> uh, so uh, initially, right, uh, we got Crossfire X that is just uh, a kick in the nuts. Yeah, uh, what, not what, good, What man. did they do in there, right? They they did uh, the remake for Alan, um, Alan Wake, and I know that, that was uh, a hot flash in the pan, but, I mean, it was, it was a remake of an old game that, was still too soon to be remade so why did they do that i don't know other than you know showing off uh, the graphics that they could do the talents that they were i don't know it, maybe it was just an easy transition maybe that's that's why they said hey look you know maybe if we can do this we can go back to that maybe or they said hey we've done this now we can go back to uh, max Payne." you know uh, it, it, we got to remember that when this this game first came out it blew everybody's minds like with with where the the direction that they went with everything that they that they did they they did stuff that nobody thought of per se per se right there was other games that did bullet time but you know you had matrix that did bullet time two years prior yes in the the movie so Mm -hmm. it's not like they they came up with bullet time but with what they did with the game uh it was it was amazing now, yes, Quantum Break was a great game. I don't care what you guys say. It was a good story. Wh- which um, game is this? Uh, what did I say? Quantum Break. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that the show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Quantum Break was a great show, too, okay? <laughs> It kind of was. It, it kind of was. So, but yeah, uh, it it was a great game. I don't care what you guys say. It was, it was a great storyline, um, the way that everything played out. And I still haven't finished it. That's the worst part. It's just I play it so such a high difficulty sometimes, and it throws me off. Um, earlier today, and I see Tino pointing it out. Dead to Rights. It was another game that did that stuff. You know, these games. These are the games that need to be brought back, right? Because their quality of life controls. The camera controls, you know what I mean? The gunplay, all that is 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 very primitive. So bringing stuff like that back is a great idea. You know, it's it's on the OG Xbox, so it's two generations ago. It fits in with my criteria. You know, bring the stuff back. I mean, I had a heck of a time trying to go back and play in Dead to Rights. Um, I bought Max Payne one and two right away as soon as it as soon as it hit. I haven't played them. 
Yeah. You know, it's like it's like nostalgia. You know, you you buy it just because and you're like, I'm going to get back to it. I bought Knights of the Old Republic. I went back to it. And holy cow, I forgot how yeah, bad. Very, very, very hard to revert back to those that control. Yeah, scheme. but I yeah. love those controls back then. I love those games back then. And that's, you know, so when they do stuff like that, I am all for it. You know, but I do have to question. Are they going to put their A game? And put this in here and, and, and come out with, with just knocking it out of the ballpark with, with it, you know, will, or will it be a hot flash in the pan or will it be a total not, miss yeah. like they did with, you know, will they screw it up? You know, I have to, I have to question that, you know, so it's just one of those things. I don't know. And, and I'm going to have to wait and see, and I'm not going to prejudge them just yet. Uh, I know I am a little on the judgy side because I'm I'm hesitant, you know, but they've done good work before and, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, only time is going to tell. But like I said, there 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 is there is something to be said where, uh, you know, if your budget is, you know, the budget of a of an indie, which is kind of what they had to deal with uh, regarding, um, you know, uh, Crossfire X. Right. The, you know the game obviously is indicative of the budget now rockstar is giving full-fledged support to remedy to allow for a big budgeted triple a game you saw that they, they met they specifically mentioned that in the press release so i i have i have a good a good feeling it's it's going to uh it's going to be done the way we expect it to be done and it is two games so i i'm very excited for it Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this. Where, where do you personally fall on uh, on the announcement, and specifically that they have teamed up with Rockstar Games? Well, I'm happy on both fronts. One, we get a Rockstar game that's being remade or, or updated, but not being done by Rockstar. Uh, no, no knock on uh, their their trilogy recently, but it's it it just seems like Rockstar itself. They they kind of you know sent that one in as opposed to putting a little bit more effort and emphasis on it. Now with remedy, as far as max Payne, people have wanted that for back and pad on Xbox for the longest time. And we finally got it as like one of those, the last hurrah of the backwards compatibility games, but um, having this remake done. And then I guess it, we kind of should have known in a way that this was going to happen because a lot of the back compact games in some weird shape, way or form they wind up being either remakes later on or being uh series that are kind of brought back to life or being talked about being brought back to life um <laughs> it, it's just awesome that they uh uh that they're teaming up to make this it's it's kind of like one of those things you never thought would have happened because will remedy work with rockstar or rockstar just try to you know do it themselves what, what would it take type of thing but uh loved quantum break i actually love control i at first i didn't want to like it but I, I, I take it as same universe of Quantum Break, but different like powers type of thing. So it, 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 it I guess that kind of warmed me up to it a little bit more. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we, we, know we, we keep uh, it's shame on me as a host. We keep forgetting Alan Wake, which, yeah. by the way, is, uh, we're getting a sequel uh, oh, from yeah. Remedy as well. So I, I mean, this is this is if you're a Remedy fan, there's a lot to look forward to. I mean, Remedy does have one blemish on their record recently with Crossfire, but I I think that was kind of like 
we could use the money kind of thing, especially after it seemed like 505 games with the publishing for control yes. kind of ruined or, or and any goodwill they had with that yeah, game sure. as far as like, oh, you want the all the next-gen features? Yeah, buy that new special edition as opposed to just getting a free upgrade. <laughs> but um, yeah, con- I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I want to see bullet time updated in current form that's not – gta 5 again for the 15th time so yeah I, I i would love to see what they come up with i guess like you said since it's in concept two to three years out at, at the earliest kind of thing but um yeah this this is something that a lot of people have wanted for some time and it's just great to see that they're actually working on it and it's it's actually happening kind of like the same thing with uh you know fallout new vegas possibly or fallout new vegas too possibly type of thing but yeah uh, man it's awesome yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Web Dave, close out this topic, man. Where, where do you fall, Max Payne? Is it? Do you think it's going to be a hit for Remedy or a miss? Oh my God, dude, this is going to be such a big hit. I mean, I get it. This is if there's any remake that's like going to be setting the world on fire, <clears throat> it's going to be Max Payne. I mean, I remember Payne, Max Payne, and all his trippy drug stuff and things he went through and it's like oh my god yeah. it's gonna be so cool and then, <laughs> and then and then just think they have this this amazing uh, engine that they can use uh you know like control like can you imagine max Payne, but like look like control but yeah because control was a max gorgeous Payne game it may not have been your game i oh i loved god. it i thought it was fantastic but you're right yeah it would be and, and the one thing that we if you remember max Payne. There were a lot of instances where you were very up close to the character. Yeah. So I can only imagine how they're going to make that look with current hardware. Oh, that's going to be awesome. It's going it's to be on fire, dude. I, I'm, I'm, this is one of those that's now on my list of must-have games for as oh, soon yes. as it comes out. I, I you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, once, you know, Joanna Dark is finished perfect dark is you know is is finished you know they'll, they'll they'll start working on this one you know since it'll all be a you know microsoft company eventually anyway right what was that could it be exclusive? well i mean well you're talking about remedy as opposed to crystal d <laughs> yeah i know but i know but but yeah but who who like you're right i got my, i'm kind of mixed up i'm just so i'm just so excited for max Payne. i'm just i just wanted to be exclusive no, well <laughs> listen i i, I i'm happy i'm happy that we're getting it i mean listen, if you would it's funny because the conversation could be had uh, uh, easily that we've seen great success. Uh, I mean, a perfect example, you know, specifically from Activision, uh, they, um, you know, they allowed for Spyro and Crash Bandicoot to be remade, and those were those were done incredible. They were yes. incredible remakes. Uh, Tony quality. Hawk was uh, an incredible. Thanks to uh, Crispy, I had forgotten all about that. That was an incredible remake. And obviously, you know, you know, the, your your mileage may vary on Final Fantasy VII and Resident Evil Two and Three, but this is this is a franchise that I think has long that's that has laid long dormant, and a remake, man, is is something. That I, I mean, like I'm still shocked it's happening. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, that's your second topic. We got to get into the big one, folks, um, and that is uh, this week we had. Uh, the announcement um, that uh, Unreal Engine 5 was going to be made available for everyone. And that is incredibly important because obviously, you know, it's it's a tool that is moving uh, game graphics into a level 
that are, are on the sort of point of lifelike. We got a chance to see what the coalition did. Uh, you know, they showed that eight-month-old demo, but then they showed a new one called The Cavern, and it looked absolutely stunning. Well, in that same, uh, you know, press release, we got word, you know, specifically from Crystal Dynamics that the new Tomb Raider, the fourth one of the rebooted series that they that they started is going to be using the Unreal Engine 5. And I think that is a big deal. Now, granted, even if you would go back and take a look at some of the graphics, as a matter of fact, while I'm talking, I'm going to bring that up because I, I, I do have footage of it. So give me a second once uh, and we get someone else to start talking. I'll, I'll cut this um, uh, Dirt 5 footage. But... Um, one of the things that I started thinking about, and again, this is my opinion. It's probably going to stir up some feelings with some people who are PlayStation, you know, specific gamers. One of the things I found interesting is what was not announced in this announcement of the new Tomb Raider outside of the Unreal Engine 5, and that is in pre-production, is what consoles it was being released for. Now, normally, I mean, look, a perfect example that press release I just read from you for Remedy, it specifically said it's going to be made for PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X and S, right? Right in the press release for a game that is in pre-production. Well, the new Tomb Raider was announced, but no specific consoles were added to the conversation. And I find that to be the most interesting part of the conversation of what wasn't announced because, and I say this to say that we know that Crystal Dynamics is currently working with Microsoft and the initiative on Perfect Dark, the reboot. And they have taken over full-fledged uh, production duties on the return of Joanna Dark, right? Now, I've been saying for a while, and if you've listened to Prime Time, where we specifically talk about the Crystal Dynamics uh, topic, um, I think Crystal Dynamics is going to join uh, Microsoft Game Studios. Now, has that happened yet? No, it has not happened yet. Do I think that they're in contract negotiations to make that happen? Yeah, I absolutely do. And I, I'll add some more to that. And, 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 you know, and we have like almost uh, 270 people here in the chat. Let me get your opinions on this. See, the way I would do it if I was Microsoft, not only would I snatch up Crystal Dynamics for, for a multitude of reasons, um, I would get I, I would I would I would reach out to Square Enix and say, hey, listen, you have thrown your Western development houses under the bus many times, more times than than anyone should. Um and Idios um, uh, Montreal, makers of last year's, one of the, the, the unsung heroes of last year in Guardians of the Galaxy, is another studio that I would get. But I would take it a step further, ladies and gentlemen, and I would try and snatch up the Tomb Raider IP, even if they have to pay through the nose. Because, listen, the movies haven't done the game justice, right? The last game didn't hit, as well as Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I'm going to bring up momentarily. Um, that's an IP that if it was first party would be big for Microsoft. And we know that because when Phil was asked specifically right after the rise of the Tomb Raider exclusivity for a year, Hey, Phil, why, why did Xbox do this? 
And his answer to the reporter was, well, we don't have our own Uncharted. I wish we did, but we don't. So we thought that this would be a good opportunity to partner with Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix. And they paid us a, a significant amount of money to get that game done. That game doesn't get done without Microsoft. And that's a fact. That's not even a suggestion. Uh, Crispy, I want to go to you first on this. Um, you know, we're not detectives in real life, right? But I find it very suspicious, Crispy, that a specific brand or platform wasn't made mentioned. And I wonder if there's any credence to what I'm saying. What What are your thoughts on the potential of the next Tomb Raider being exclusive based on the fact that Microsoft is currently working with Square Enix to, you know, they obviously had to, you know, relinquish their uh, entire AAA team in Crystal Dynamics to work with Microsoft and Xbox Game Studios. Do Do you think there's any truth to what I'm what I'm putting down? It's definitely interesting. Um, you could be right. You never know. It's one of those things where you look at it and you say, "Wow, they're they're going all in now." Like they went from having no like doing nothing basically to all of a sudden now they have two huge IPs they're working on. Um, I don't know. Like it's one of those things where like you can speculate, you can read between the lines and you could also say with this, this acquisition going on, they're not going to say much about any, any other acquisition, uh, especially with all the things that are going on with the Activision deal. It's possible, and and it's kind of weird that they're you know they're working directly with Microsoft, and you know basically you know Square acts like it's you know an irre- irrelevant part of their business at this point, the way they talk about them. So it's you know Tomb Raider, it's going to need a, a big budget to you know one up its first three. So I, I'd say it's it's very logical that at the least um, it could be another timed exclusive. You know, and if they're purchased, then it would definitely be exclusive. But it's interesting that they didn't put any any platforms on there. It's it's a weird situation. It's like it's like, aren't you working on Perfect Dark? Like, what's going on here? So um, it's something to think about. And I'm sure we'll learn more in the future. A hundred percent. I I look like I said, I, I don't know. This is just an opinion. Um, I, I think that because they have already had an exclusive uh, one year exclusive Tomb Raider, um, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen again. But I also wouldn't be surprised to, to see Microsoft get out there and buy the IP, which has been laying dormant. You know, it's it, like I said, you, they're already working on Perfect Dark. And wh- why announce Tomb Raider now? Like, wh- right? Like, why specifically now? I-, I don't know, but it's it's interesting, and um, it's one I hope that comes to fruition because I think Laura Croft would make an incredible first party game. Uh, she's an iconic character that has been celebrated by women gamers and men gamers, for that matter, or for many many years. And um, you know, obviously, we saw her. Uh, come back in a big way, and man, that that would that would be uh, a conversation to have. That Tomb Raider, uh, uh, Mont- uh, Edios Montreal, and Crystal Dynamics all coming over to Xbox. Uh, Dreadpool, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Um, what are your thoughts on um, you know Tomb Raider using the Unreal Engine, but more so potentially being a Microsoft first party, or even an exclusive for that matter? I see it's possible. Um... 
we didn't see anything advertising or saying any connection to PlayStation, Indeed. right? Because PlayStation always does that to make you believe that it's not on Xbox. So yep. maybe there's some sort of marketing rights there, something that that's keeping them from saying it. So it may not be exclusive, but it could be one of those where it's leading you to believe a different direction. So that way it's like, oh, it's only on Xbox because mm-hmm. I didn't see anything saying PlayStation, even though it could be on PlayStation. Now, the other the other thing would be, well, reach. we have the same team, or not the same team, but the same dev working on this that are working on Perfect Dark. So what better way than, I don't know, we don't have a Tomb Raider. It would, it would be great if we had a Tomb Raider IP. We have these guys working here. You know, let's... Let's go back into a little bit of Dreadpool history. I worked in one department. Another department needed some help. They asked me to go there and help them out, even though I didn't want to. Right? I started working. I did my job. And then they said, okay, we need you to come back. And I said, nah, I'll stay here. (laughs) So this could be another thing. You know, grab them over, bring them over. And you're not going out there directly to them and saying, hey, you know, uh, and and trying to get them to work for you. Now they're already here. They're already doing this. Now they can easily transition. Say, you know what? I'm going to apply for this job over here on on the Xbox side now. Yep. And now transition and actually, in a legal way, grab those talents that they were trying to get before. So whether or not they buy uh, Crystal Dynamics directly from Square, they can get the the best of the best because now they see they see them working directly now they have another title that they're they're doing wouldn't it be a great crossover could you imagine that we have uh laura dark Hmm. no i'm here brother i'm here i'm sorry i was uh, i was typing but that's what i'm saying laura dark yeah 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 i mean yeah joanna croft but think about this though right (laughs) think about this they could do either one of them, and they have another perfect crossover. What are we looking at here? This could be an Indiana Jones game. Oh, yeah, absolutely could. Indiana yeah. Jones started all this. So, full circle, who's working on Indiana Jones right now? Xbox. <laughs> so, uh, there's, there's, I mean, I'm reaching for straws here, but it would be great to see this. Uh, there's so much that they can learn from each other. They can, like I said, they can grab talent. They can, um, in essence, grab the name, the notoriety that it's only on Xbox, even though it might not be true, truly be an exclusive. There, there could be so much going on there. We already have other studios working on Unreal Engine Five. Yeah, a ton we of have, them. Right. So this wouldn't be uh, such a bad thing for them to be able to get some, somebody that knows what they're doing. You, you've already experienced their um, proficiency with the engine and, you know, whether or not they take the whole company or they take key uh, efficient programmers, you know, so great. I, you know, it's funny because the, the reason why I don't think crystal dynamics goes back to uh, uh, square Enix is the, is the public lashing that they got. Uh, they came right out and they threw the entire studio underneath the bus regarding the Avengers. They that they didn't know they didn't have the talent to 
you know, uh, you know, complete the game that they started, which you know, no one does that. No, no one does that unless you are cutting ties with a with with a company. No one throws a company under the bus. So I I don't think they're going to take key people. I think they're going to and take the entire studio. And, and it makes perfect sense because we have heard that uh, Square Enix is lo- looking to tighten their circle a bit and stay very specific to their region, which is in Japan. Um, and they have not been happy for years with the Western development uh, of, of many of their games. I mean, all you have to do is look back at, at, at their last 10 games and every game that has come out of the Western side has been a disappointment to them in one way or another in sales. They have never come out and say, oh, my God, these sales are wonderful. Even though the first Tomb Raider, I think it sold like 12 million. It wasn't enough. The remake, uh, which is unbelievable. Um, so for me personally, being selfish, uh, I want to see Crystal Dynamics uh, as first party because I think that they are one of those studios that can deliver what you see on your screen. That third person, over the shoulder, story driven, graphical intense type of title that you see on PlayStation that many of us have been asking Xbox to deliver. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see what they bring to the uh, Perfect Dark because obviously that's an IP that's also uh, was you know popular in its day and it's been dormant for many, 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 many years. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, but listen, let me let me grab. Uh, I, I think the super chat came in from. Let me see where is it. Let me see. I think it's from from Splendiferous, good friend of the program. He drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Good morning, Jens Dreadpool. Give me some juicy man." <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, listen, whatever it is, you guys have a connection. So um, listen, fuzzy. Mm-hmm. What what, what 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 could we say about Crystal Dynamics? There are a lot of people that be like, well, you know, we can't say much because Avengers sucked. Well, Avengers sucked not for not being a good game, not yeah. for having next-gen graphics. The problem is that they, uh, and I say they, Square Enix was heavy-handed in trying to make this a game at a, a games as a service. <laughs> now, if it would have been in the same vein as what we saw with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, that was a fine a smash single hit. player game. It would have absolutely been a smash hit because it's the Avengers. Yeah. But they tried to um, shoehorn in, if you will, this microtransactions shenanigans, and that ruined the game. the yeah. the the uh, the um, the the loot part of it was terrible. It was terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, and their outfits. The, the the microtransactions aspect of it, some of those suits, I don't know. I think they were drawing them in the dark. They were horrendous. <laughs> I mean, I if I was a superhero, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing any of the things that they had on. Um, what are your thoughts on the uh, the potential? I mean, again, this, the, mm-hmm. the story here is what wasn't said. Yeah. And just like I said with Remedy, Remedy specifically said, oh, it's coming to PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. Mm-hmm. They didn't say that for this game. This game was like, yeah, it's an early development. We're working on it as we're working on Perfect Dark. Stay tuned for more information. It's in pre-production. I yeah. find that to be very suspicious. But then again, I'm a suspicious kind of a person. <laughs> well, usually there's smoke where there's fire kind of, or fire where there's smoke kind of thing. It, it, it's... No one talks about the previous engine that was used, the foundation engine for the, you know, the previous trilogy, which 
if if they were using Unreal Engine 4 for the previous ones, I would have kind of been like, oh, no big deal. They're going to 5. But what company seems to be, even though Unreal Engine 5 was displayed on another particular platform, but what, what company seems to have more of their studios using Unreal Engine 5? Oh, yeah. Oh, that uh, happens to be yeah. Xbox. Yeah. What a quinky ding. <laughs> and, and what was Crystal Dynamics working on before, you know, Microsoft decided to tap them on the shoulder and be like, hey, you want to help us with Perfect Dark? Oh, they were twiddling their thumbs because Square Enix didn't have anything for them. I mean, it was kind of official. I, I thought, I remember seeing it was official that the trilogy was the end of Tomb Raider kind of thing and the the IP was going to go dormant for Indeed, you, you, for, and you're not wrong time. for that. Yeah. So now Crystal Dynamics is working with Microsoft to help them with Perfect Dark. I'm probably assuming un- uh, Perfect Dark is going to be Unreal Engine 5 as well. Hey, well, they're they're working on the engine that will probably help Tomb Raider, and they'll have some experience to be able to collaborate with Coalition, who seems to be the Wizards, uh, as far as you know, getting Unreal Engine 5 or Unreal Engine in general to do whatever they want. I I would not be surprised if if this winds up being either an Xbox exclusive or whether it be timed or permanent. But I think the big things are, it it seems like it's out of the blue that Tomb Raider is coming back. It's I could see if it was after Indiana Jones, like, Oh yeah, there's still, you know, buzz about, you know, exploring for treasures and things like that. No, it it just seems like, you know what? All right. We're going to reactivate this IP. So somebody had to kick up some funds because I don't foresee Square Enix really doing it because they had, you know, Crystal Dynamics working, you know, you know, looking at the corner or watching paint dry prior to Microsoft coming to well, grab them. But, you know, um, it's interesting that you say that because just to give people an idea of how the confidence has been lost from Square Enix, mm-hmm. uh, we did hear that prior to uh, joining forces with Microsoft to help with uh, the initiative at the time uh, before they took over full development duties, uh, they had pitched, uh, I believe it was two or three projects Mm -hmm. that they wanted to do. And those two or three projects were shot down by Square Enix. So you're right. They were in the corner. They were watching paint dry. (laughs) And here they are after they happened to go over to Microsoft to work with, uh, with, with, you know, with Xbox on Perfect Dark, they get thrown under the bus publicly by Square Enix. Yeah. And it wasn't just like a whole half-hearted comment. They threw them under the bus. <laughs> so it, it, when you do that, I can't imagine you're going to get them to come back and work for you. I think that, that's, that that was the closing of the door for that. It, Pretty much. I mean, it, while once again, we can't confirm or deny or anything along those lines as far as them being acquired, but it just, these series of events seem to, it's much more than coincidence, let's just say. So I, I would not be surprised if we find out later, oh yeah, it's, you know, being shown on the series X and X consoles and, uh, you know, oh, it'll be available on PC as well. And then, you know, the other platform not necessarily <laughs> getting mentioned, unfortunately, but um, yeah, I, I totally could see this going in that direction. I mean, all things point to it. It didn't seem like they were like Square was too enthralled about using Unreal Engine 5, although I think they're using it for um, for Spoken. I could be wrong, but um, outside of that, it, it just seemed like Square isn't really, you know, 
fr that friendly with Epic <laughs> as far as for Unreal. But yeah, I, we'll we'll find out more. But don't be surprised, folks. That that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. Like I said, it would it wouldn't surprise me. I think it. I still think it would be a surprise announcement, even though it's what I personally feel. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's one I hope actually happens because, uh, like Phil said back in that interview, right after the, um, the, uh, the the announcement of Tomb Raider being the year exclusive was done, uh, they you know he responded with, "We don't have our own Uncharted." Now I'm not saying that they can't because you know one of the things that I, that excited me about the Activision Blizzard deal was, uh, and it's because I'm old. Uh, a lot of people in the chat are gonna be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Boom, Pitfall. <laughs> Pitfalls an IP that hasn't seen uh, play since some crappy versions came out, I believe, on the on a PlayStation One wait many many years ago. But I'm talking about actual Pitfall Harry, where you were swinging back, you know, swinging over alligators and collecting jewels. That that was the first Indiana Jones, technically. Um, hey, you take and... back the Mayan adventure being bad. That What's was that? A... Mine that yeah, that, that was that was awful. <laughs> that, was, that was terrible. I forgot you just reminded me of how terrible that game actually was. But that would be you know, Microsoft has an opportunity once this deal goes through that they could bring back a pitfall Harry. They could bring back the the pitfall, hand it over to Crystal D and say, Hey, listen, go crazy. But but if 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 they acquire uh, Crystal D, if they acquire the Tomb Raider IP, which I still think would be a really good get for them, uh, and it wouldn't cost them that much. I mean, listen, if, if Crystal Dynamics leaves, and somehow they pick up um, uh, Eidos Montreal, let's say they pick up those two studios from Square, who's going to make Tomb Raider? Well, it's not going to be a Japanese studio. That That's for sure. So I can see the IP definitely going over uh, but let's get Web Dave's opinion on this. Web Dave, where where do you personally fall on the uh, the auspicious, if you will, unannouncement of, of of actual platforms for the new Tomb Raider? Well, I definitely think that uh, you are your speculation is is spot on. Obviously, I kind of <clears throat> my head got a little, a little excited because I knew this is one of the topics coming up. But uh, but I will definitely say that I agree with you. I think that this is uh, um, it's definitely. It makes sense. It ma ma makes perfect sense, if you know what I mean. Um, because the uh, they're already, you know, they're they're working with them now, and 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 then this gets talked about. I mean, it just it seems like there's an announcement just waiting to happen, and then eventually we will get that announcement. Um, let's hope so, anyway. But I, I definitely agree with you. I think it's a there's some strong indications that that's the way it's going to go, and and I mean. My God, um, you know, Microsoft can afford it and they definitely, um, you know, you, you can see that um, the square definitely doesn't seem to be, you know, like you said, they don't if they're not talking, you know, praising you and they're kind of like uh, throwing you under a bus or or, you know, e even though those numbers, I think we're still pretty damn good. They, you know, they just, you know, they're not up to their expectations. Well, you know, well, if they're not up to your expectations, sell them to Microsoft and and let Microsoft uh, deal with them because I think that they can deal with them very well. I think it'd be a I think it'd be a boon to um, to the to the Xbox um, ecosystem um, to have this um, you know technically back home. You know, even though it was originally exclusive, but but I, I think that uh, it, it's a it's a it's a solid franchise that. Uh, um, that definitely could be uh, could be utilized, and especially with all the new engines and things now. I mean, 
it looks the what you're showing on screen looks amazing, but can you imagine what it's going to look like even more next gen? I mean, just absolutely a gorgeous game in, in the in the works and 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 with all the abilities and features that they have at their disposal, I definitely think it's something that's uh, that's going to happen. Um, you know, I, like I said, do I want it to happen? Yes. Do I do I think it will? I really do. I think you're I think you're spot on. I think that we're going to look back at this episode and be like, you know, boom was right. So that's 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 what I got on this. I, I think it's definitely a no brainer for Microsoft to um, to uh, to get, you know, and, and like I said, without them talking about the different platforms it's going to be on, they just kind of leave it just kind of leave it out there. Uh, you know, anyway, that's what I got. No, I mean, listen, it, 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 you make perfect sense. I, I love everyone's take on it. I, I, again, I, I, we ju- I just read you a press release for a game that's in pre-production. That's probably not going to see release for three years in Max Payne Remake 1 or Max Payne 1 and 2 Remake. And they announced right then and there, hey, we're making it for these platforms. Noon Tomb Raider, which is, in my opinion, certainly bigger as an IP. A more relevant uh, IP than uh, than uh, Max Payne. Even though I love Max Payne, if you're comparing Max Payne versus uh, Laura Croft and Tomb Raider, well, Blue <laughs> Tomb Raider is a much much bigger IP, right? With that said, in this in this in a press a press announcement, you know, announcing that hey, you know, yeah, new Tomb Raider, it's coming. That's a big announcement, and that we're using the Unreal Engine five. No specific platform is announced man if you want to believe that that doesn't say xbox exclusive or potentially xbox now owns the ip i hear you i don't have any proof to suggest such a a bananas thing but i'm going to go on a hunch and if i'm right well i will pull this audio and if i'm wrong by all means you pull the audio and call mr boomstick out i would be more than happy to tip my mohawk to you uh splendiferous drops oh we have actually two super chats elemental po drops an outstanding ten dollar super chat wow dude thank you for the generosity says microsoft owns a suite of dev tools that the whole industry uses now with bethesda's proprietary engine uh engine techs do you think unreal engine 5 will still be needed in the future uh past 2023 it's you know it's interesting microsoft does in fact have a ton of engines that they can do uh, one of one of the engines I wish they owned, uh, which they haven't gotten yet to, and I think they eventually could, is the Cry Engine. I would love to see them buy uh, that uh, that developer uh, publisher because I, I want to rise too. I'm sorry, I want I want to rise Son of Rome too. And uh, listen, that's just a, you know a, a, I guess a nerdy wish of mine. Splendiferous drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and writes in all caps: "Objection! I believe Boom is leading." The- it's leading the witness. That's great. I love it. You can't handle the truth. Uh, you damn right I can. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and Highlander, 001, he drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, if the Activision deal goes south and uh, they file Chapter 11, could Microsoft acquire the IPs they want for uh, uh, for a, a, a sing, but I think he might have mis, misspelled it. Oh no! For uh, and, and make them exclusive and hire the staff. Yeah, I mean, look if 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 the deal doesn't go through, Microsoft has to pay um, 
Activision Blizzard three billion dollars, and 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 that's that's money lost. I I, I don't think that they want to do that. To be honest with you, um, I, I I think there are three big fronts here that um you know we we can continue again. This this wasn't a topic, but you know everyone it, it, it's the Activision Blizzard thing. My God, it just it it just won't die. Um, here's the thing. This is a three-headed monster from Microsoft on a multitude of levels. And I say that because most people that are having this conversation, that continue to have this conversation, is the Call of Duty uh, um, ramifications. Is Call of Duty going to be exclusive first party? I don't think it should. I'm going to be honest with you. I know people are going to disagree, say, boom, why shouldn't it be? Well, who cares if it is? Why do you care if you're an Xbox gamer? You know why? Because you're going to get to play it with X, an Xbox Game Pass for the price of your subscription, right? So who cares if it's on Sony's? Sony's going to have to give Microsoft 70 percent of the profits of, of, of every game sold on their platform. But here's the interesting part: Do you think the normies, the the casual gamer, right, the same gamer that buys three games a year, they buy Call of Duty? They buy a Madden. They buy a 2K basketball. They occasionally will go out and buy a Spider-Man because, you know, people are talking about it at the water cooler. Do you think that these same people that only spend about two or three hundred bucks per year on games are going to stay with Sony if, if, if Microsoft owns Call of Duty? Just, just imagine this in your head, folks. Just check this out for a second. I said this yesterday with Gaz. Right now, the Series S is $279, right? It's unofficially $20 cheaper. Now, $20 may not be a lot for a lot of people, but when you can say that the PlayStation 5 versions are $399 and, and $499, and you look over at Microsoft's size, it says, yeah, the Big Daddy is $500, but the little guy that everyone's talking about is $280. Do you think that it stays $280 this holiday? No. It would, it's probably going to drop down to 250 But just let, let, let's kind of fast forward into the future. Let's go into next holiday, for instance, 2023 Christmas, right? If the deal goes through for Microsoft and they are now owners, the ownership of Call of Duty, the biggest IP in the absolute world. I don't play Call of Duty online. It's not my bag, but I know a lot of people do. Could you imagine in holiday of 2023, Microsoft owns Call of Duty, right? At this point, the Series S is 200 bucks. But on that box is Call of Duty slapped right on the whole box. The new Call of Duty or Warzone. Get War, you know, Warzone's free to play, but get these perks. And they throw Warzone on there, 200 bucks. You know what you would have? You would have a, a Spider-Man PS4 scenario. Remember when Sony just destroyed Black Friday because Spider-Man came with every PlayStation 4 that they sold. Do you remember that? Because I certainly do. And it was a story for weeks, if not months. And it was genius of Sony to do that. Well, I could see Microsoft doing the exact same thing. But I want to take it a bit further. Let's, let's just say that Jez Corden of Windows Central, friend of this show, friend of the program, is right. And they're working on a streaming stick that's 100 bucks. It comes with a controller, comes with a little stick you play, you plug into your 4K TV, and you play an Xbox. 
Could you imagine in that little package? Because 99 bucks is uh, a, 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 a buy for just about anybody. You throw some some Call of Duty, whatever on there, peep, it's going to fly off the shelves. So I th I, I think that the, the, the importance of this deal, and I just painted a nice Call of Duty picture for you. I, I think it's so much more than that. They are going to... Uh, be a big part of PC gaming. They already are because PC is day and date, but Blizzard is a company, is a, is, is a platform that has lost its luster. Uh, that, you know, uh, Blizzard has destroyed their own brand because of the shenanigans that's gone over there. I mean, they, they, they have definitely put profit before people, which is why Mike Yabar went over and became the president. Now, I can't say what he's done because I haven't been following Blizzard because I'm not a huge blizzard fan you know like that and then you got to take into account the king situation mobile is going to be freaking huge for microsoft and i i said this yesterday and i'll say it again i would not be surprised in the the least if game pass for mobile doesn't become a thing because they have game pass on pc they have game pass on console why not have game pass on mobile you pay five bucks a month and you get all of these extra perks and bonuses for games like Candy Crush, which is the number one playing game. Crispy, what, what do you? What, what are your thoughts on on the deal? I mean, again, this is something that we're just not going to stop talking about because people aren't talking about it right now in the chat. Do, do you think that it's more than just Call of Duty? Oh yeah, I mean, I think that Game Pass mobile thing, I think, is going to be something that happens, especially because they're already starting to. Um, retool some games to be played on the screen rather than needing a controller they have a lot of avenues right now and you know i think like right now their main focus is to get this through because at the end of the day that it's limitless what they can do um you could see them even like package you know some blizzard games with their surfaces or something like you don't know what they could do here um just to think about call of duty being directly into game pass I think, I think there was an article that just came out about that, about, you know, a lot of uh, gamers would consider Game Pass because of that. Indeed, yeah. So, 100%. you know, you look at it, you look how they're kind of, you know, blurring the lines between PC and, and console as, as games that really only came out for PC are now, now coming out for console and also really uh, pushing the limits of games that they could put on PC as well. Uh, it's it's something that they just they have in spades right now. They really have so many options that it's it's going to be hard to compete with. You Indeed, know what I mean? absolutely. Yeah. And and you know you look at like we had rumors back that Apple was making a, a console. Well, where's this console? They're probably like, oh, we ain't messing with this now. You know, we're going to do our little Apple games thing that they've been doing. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of wariness of of um, you know trying to compete directly with what Xbox is doing. And the worst part is for some of these companies that were thinking about it is now Microsoft's like, oh, we got we, we had hands in some cookie jar. Now we got all the cookie jars. So just we're hoarding the cookie jars and they, they are ours. So, yeah. um, you know, as X Cloud, really, it actually, you know, comes out of beta, which I think we've been talking about this for years now. It's crazy. But, you know, actually gets fully, fully, full fledged release. There's going to be something with it. And I think like that the the xbox stick or whatever you want to call it is is probably going to be something that that definitely happens because you know as i gave the example i have a tv that doesn't have the apps that you know 
in my yes. bedroom that has yep. you know downstairs and we have a roku and the roku works better than the apps on my tv downstairs yep you know well, what I'm it's because it's an actual device it's a piece of yeah. hardware even though it's it's just a uh, you just plug it in so there is a reason for it and i think it will also um help them really reach gamers that are in you know countries that don't necessarily have what we have you know we are very fortunate so you know what these countries that really you know they they use like their phones are like five six years older than what we have now and stuff like that like that little stick because a tv that they have might not be capable of of even having apps can now be used and that's something that's that's really cool and i think it's just great for gaming in general yeah no i i absolutely i i think i think it would be and you know it's funny because we talked about it. I said you'd get a lot of detractors to say you can't make that. You know that that streaming stick is not hardware, but it, it would it would fall into the hardware category as, as a sale for Microsoft. You, again, you'd have detractors to it, but even if it's a hundred bucks, it still would be a piece of hardware, even though it's a it's something you just plug in. Real quick, I just want to address somebody in the chat: Muay Thai box, uh, Muay Thai kickboxing MMA says normies buy casuals based on exclusive. You see that that either that's inherent inherently a lie or you just don't understand the room. That, that that's that's a false statement. That, that that is not in fact why normies buy games. And I'm going to tell you why. The PlayStation 4 has and I'm going to I'm going to boost their numbers for them. So I'm sure the board will appreciate this. Let's just say 120 million consoles, right? 120 million consoles. How is it that only three of their biggest IPs, three of them, where's the camera? Three of them have 20 million in sales. Spider-Man, if it was that important of us, like what you're saying to be important to the conversation as, uh, well, normies buy uh, consoles for single uh, for, for exclusives. How come they don't have 100 million co uh, copies of Spider-Man sold? They only have 20 million. 20 million of God of War, 20 million of Horizon. How many sold? How, how many? How many? How many millions sold of The Last of Us Two? Right, the, the greatest game of all time. Well, they stopped giving us numbers after 4.2 million. That's because it didn't. It didn't meet, meet their expectations. So that that is not true, dude. I'm I'm sorry to tell you. I mean, if if it's your opinion, okay. But I'm telling you for a fact that's not why PlayStation gamers PlayStation gamers buy uh, their PlayStation console. For Call of Duty, for Fortnite, uh, they buy it because it, it was, in fact, the cool system that everyone that talked around the water cooler had. Not for the exclusive. The exclusives are a bonus, but they—they're all of their exclusives should have sold 25 million or more, and they just didn't. And that is an absolute fact. Can um, I speak dread that number, please. How many? How many? How many PlayStation Four consoles did you buy, Boom? <laughs> I bought four in total. All right. My so brother now bought four. Right. Yeah. So so here's your demographic. You bought four. How many did you keep? Uh one. Okay. So you still count the four that you bought, but you only kept one. So let's see. Now when Spider-Man came out, let's let's give it a rough quarter of the people that bought it bought the new console for Spider-Man, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and we're we're playing with the numbers here. We're not it's nothing set in stone, but if you look at it. Yeah, numbers are great. This is this goes back to the whole Excel files leaving certain facts out to inflate other numbers. 
So yeah, people buy consoles, but at the same time, how many, how many people really truly bought a console? You know what I'm saying? So we got to remember that there's a lot of factors in this and it's normies aren't just buying it. They're, they're buying what they see as popular, what they see is uh, out there name brand to them yep. that, that interests them. Right. So you have people buying Marvel, right? So what are they going to buy? They're going to buy a PlayStation because that's the only place to buy it. But if you really want to play something else, what are you going to buy? You're going to buy what you know, which I mean, look at. OK, let's go backtrack again. Backtrack to the 360 era, right? When you had to pay for Xbox Live, right? And PlayStation, you didn't have to pay for it, right? Their, their network was free. How many people bought? And we're playing Xbox 360 and said, you know what? Next gen, I'm going to go to the PS3. Or I'm sorry, to the PS4 because the online service is free. I know a lot of my friends did that. And I was like, wait yeah. a second. No, we know that you have to pay for this next gen. And they didn't know. They got suckered into it thinking that they were, you know, made a choice that they knew what they were aware of. So normies don't know a lot of stuff that's going on. We are in the know. So those of us that play hardcore games are more informed of what's going on, right? So we're the ones that are talking about the, the new PlayStation um, services that they're going to be offering and, and complaining about it and, and talking about that. It's really not a great service. I mean, it's, it's finally competing, but it's not good enough. Right. But the, are the normies doing it? No, they're not. So the normies follow what's based on the trends that's going on. We know better. We know what we actually study and read and do all this stuff. They, they just know, Hey, you know what? Laura Croft is on, on, um, um, PlayStation, right? Outriders advertised all the time for what game pass. Yeah. So everybody thought outriders was only on Xbox, but it wasn't how many times you read, Oh, this, this, this game is only on PlayStation because of the marketing. Right. And, and you're like, no, I, I bought this game on Xbox, right? What was, uh, the, um, what was it? The Avengers, right? Was, wasn't it the Avengers that was also advertised? There are so many games that are advertised. Yeah, well, Destiny is Destiny. another one. Yeah, De yeah Destiny, Destiny. That's another one. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect example. Oh, this new, this new expansion on, on, on Destiny is only on, X, on PlayStation. But it's not true. It's because they advertised it. They advertised PlayStation. They didn't advertise anything to do with Xbox, even though it's on Xbox, yep. you know, and there's people saying, Hey, I bought this game on this console. And people are like, no, it's only on this other console because that's all the advertisement they saw. Those yep. are the normies, you know? Yes, and unfortunately indeed. we do have people that are in the know that fall for this stuff too. So it's not exclusively normies that fall for these tricks. So we can't just put the blame on normies doing this or doing that. It's it's all in perception of what they present to us and how we communicate to others around us, so that way we know. I mean, no, D-Batch, no, I mean, to do D batch bought um, um, was it D batch? No, it was Cult. D batch did the same, but it was with another game. Cult bought uh, the new game that just came out. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Oh, you're talking about uh, Tiny Tina's? Yes, Tiny Tina's. Thank you. Yeah, he bought that for the Xbox One. And guess what? He had he couldn't return it. Yep. He had to go buy the Series X because it wasn't cross it wasn't um 
cross compatible. You weren't getting the upgrade version for free. You know what I mean? So even Colt knowing what he's doing still fell for it. He wasn't, he didn't pay attention a hundred percent. And it, so that's, you know, so if, if Colt fall for it, you don't think a normie's going to fall for this same, mm -hmm. it's the same scenario. We can't just put the blame on one particular group or another. And that's, and that's the unfortunate thing. We like to, to, to put this blame on this or use this excuse for that. It's not always clear cut. And that's the, we need to stop thinking like this. We need to understand that there's a broad spectrum of people, of backgrounds, of money, of lack of money. Right. So when game pass is a great, is a great thing. Well, no, it's not from the other side, right? Now, Sony's doing the same thing, and that's a great thing. But then when we look at it, they're not really offering a good service. So there's a lot of stuff going on that we always, we have to keep in mind. Yeah, no, you again. Sorry for, sorry for the briefing. No, no, no. You make fantastic points. I, I, you can't argue that at all. Uh, let's bring in uh, Fuzzy. Um, again, this wasn't a topic for the day, mm -hmm. but again, everyone's talking about it. So <laughs> I figured what the heck we'll go with it. Uh, what, what are your what are your thoughts on the deal? Uh, because uh, I, um, yeah. <laughs> it, there's something to be said that Call of Duty is at the focal point, but I I personally think it's much more than that. It it is more than just Call of Duty, but Call of Duty is probably their biggest you know draw. It's it's the you know 10 million guaranteed plus per copy, even when it's you know the most downvoted video release type of thing. So Call of Duty is a big portion of it because the masses buy it, the, the normies as well as us enthusiasts. Um, but you also have to look at Blizzard, like on the PC side of things, look how big Diablo is, look how big WoW is. And, you know, when, you know, stuff was going down and how people jumped off of WoW just as like in protests of, you know, some of the bad actors and acting that were going on behind the scenes and stuff. Um, you know, there's, there's, this deal is going to be talked about even years, maybe even a decade after it closes, yep. if, if everything goes according to plan. Or if it doesn't, it could be one of the biggest fallouts since, you know, the crash of the 80s or something like that. Yep. Not that it would be that big, but I, I do feel that if if it doesn't go through Activision Blizzard as we know it today or as we knew it yesterday will be no more in, in a lot of ways and not for the best, uh, especially for those working there. I mean, the, the ones at the top, yeah, you know, they, they'll get their golden parachutes and their, you know, going away prizes and stuff. But uh, the, the people that are the backbone <laughs> do the, uh, the, the, the grunt work and a lot of the, the stuff that we enjoy playing. Yeah, it, it, I mean, yes, the market is large and there's plenty of places that need developers, but it, it's never easy, you know, having to compete with, you know, other your other nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine uh, co-workers for positions at various other establishments you may want to go to. Because I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they have 10,000 or at least 10,000 employees. So Yeah, 10,000 employees there. Yeah, between both. Yep. Yeah. So I. It's going to be talked about for some time, whether it's in the political circles or water cooler circles, as far as games that are still coming out or to come out and exclusivity and non-exclusivity <laughs> PC console. It, it's it, Activision, $70 billion. You, you can't help but not, or you can't help but talk about it. I mean, I know there was a thing on Twitter where people were like, oh, Bungie and Sony was talked about more, but I 
I have my doubts on that one. Oh, that's that's I, that was a little bit. I, I love VGC, but that was so <laughs> that's such a non-story. I, I think they they didn't do the proper analytics on all of the variants or abbreviations of Activision Blizzard because I know some people were calling it ABK. I use the you know the Nasdaq ticker, the ActiV, or yeah. um, and then there were like ActBlizz or Act or ACT Blizz or or Bly or whatever. There was just there were so many weeks, dude. things of weeks. analytics that they probably skipped on in comparison. Like, I, and and no one's really talking about other than that story from VGC. Uh, yeah, VGC. Yeah, yeah, VCG. Video Game Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, no one's really talking about the PlayStation and Bungie acquisition anymore. Um, no one it was cares. like, oh, it's, they it's, they acquired them and they're yeah. not exclusive. Okay, moving along, nothing to see here, type of thing. But um. Yeah, Activision Blizzard. It's going to be in the news, like I said, for some years to come. Yeah. Fingers crossed everything goes through. I, I know some people are going to see that as a, a bad thing, but in the grand scheme of things, I, I don't foresee it. it you know, your, your big exclusive or the big titles, I don't feel that they're going to be exclusive other than in a service or a subscription service type of thing. So maybe, you know, that will be the the push to nudge people over to Game Pass. But, um, you know, uh, hey, it, it's, it's going to be the biggest thing in gaming until the next big acquisition, which if somebody ever acquires Take Two or somebody ever acquires EA, then, then we'll have big. a whole new conversation. But I don't I don't know if Apple or Amazon are ready to get into those those conversations. And let's be honest, Sony doesn't have the liquid assets. They have the no. assets, just not the liquid assets. Um yeah. to talk mm -hmm. the, the those same acquisitions. But they can do a lot of smaller ones, you know. They they work within their budget and they they're pretty smart with their picks and stuff. So but um yeah. I, that's all I got on it. It's 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 going to be big news for some time until the deal's done or falls apart, whatever the case is. Even then, we'll still talk. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, abnormal status drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says, "When the deal goes through, Microsoft can get into the hero games with X Men Legends IP. Would be great. Yeah, I would love mm -hmm. to see the X Men Legends come back uh, as a, a, as a Microsoft exclusive, specifically because the X Men are." Are going to be coming back in in a big way to the MCU. But Dave, close us out, brother. Uh, we you know we obviously we can't let this this story die, and you know and people are still talking about it. Uh, is, is the deal bigger than Call of Duty? Is it bigger than Call of Duty? I would say no. I'd say I'd say you know Call of Duty is is um, you know that's that's going to be the bar. You know that's because it's 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 going to be everywhere. And and then and and like you said earlier, that if it is an exclusive, um, or isn't an exclusive, I should say, uh, to the um, you know to the Xbox format, it's going to be day and date. It's going to be included in Game Pass, so it's a win-win for us regardless. And if it is to where Sony can you know can play it, I'm sure they're going to work out a deal where you know it's going to be cross-play. <laughs> so that means that the ecosystem is going to open up even more, more people play it, more people buy it. Um, and then if it's, uh, so, which is, you know, in, in, in the result was going to be more money for Microsoft if it's, you know, once it's their property. So I just think that, that the whole, uh, you know, if it's exclusive or not, doesn't, you know, doesn't really, you know, 
we'll find out eventually <laughs> we're all going to know when it uh, when it comes down but uh but i agree with you 100 percent that that it's um regardless of which way it goes call of duty is going to be beneficial to xbox it's going to make microsoft a lot of money if it's an exclusive cool if it's not i'm okay with that because i know i'm going to get it included and your idea about the streaming stick and if it's you know if there's some kind of call of duty that they include with that you know to, or something or, or at least advertise it as you know hey you know here's three months of game pass with your stick and with that you're able to play the new call of duty yeah win win man i mean it's it's a there's so much possibilities riding on this deal um that it's got to go through that's all there is. It's got to go through. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that it is super important that it does go through for a multitude of reasons. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, that is your Friday morning breakfast with Boom. Thank you so much for being here. I want to say a big shout out to the super chats that continue to come in, and uh, those uh, obviously. I think we had a, a channel member. Was it was it a new channel member or was it a channel member question? Uh, Dread. I don't remember. Uh, let me see. That might have been that might have been just a question. Yeah, that was from Chaos Mind. Okay, so I got that. Uh, thank you so much for the super chats for the channel memberships that continue to come in. Uh, those uh, fund the giveaways that we do, and we are having a big one uh, for Easter. Uh, we're uh, Mrs. Boomstick and I on a, on the episode uh, before Easter on that Good Friday. Uh, and obviously, if if everyone can be here, then we'll have a show. If not, we'll have to you know figure something out. But uh, all points that we will have a breakfast with Boom on that Good Friday. And uh, we will be giving away $300 worth of gift cards, digital gift cards, four $50 gift cards, plus four $25 gift cards. And it's to wherever you want. Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, you tell us where you want it and we'll deliver that via email or, of course, via DM on Twitter. Um, and, and, and to win, all you got to do is be in the chat. That's it. Uh, if you are a channel member... You get a bonus entry if you are someone that drops a super chat that day. You get a bonus entry and middle of the show and at the end of the show, we will pick our winners and you will be notified via live on the air. Of course, I want to uh, say um, a big thank you to the panel uh, for being here each and every Friday. So let's get to the outros. We'll start first with Mr. Dreadpool. Dread, brother, tell everyone where they can check out Breaking Bread with Dread and what else you got going on. Yes, uh, Breaking Bread with Dread on anchor.fm slash dreadpool. It's got the links to everything. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Public Radio, TuneIn, all that stuff. So if you go to the, the main channel uh, and you want to watch it somewhere else, you can find it. You can actually go to those other places and just search for Dreadpool or Breaking Bread with Dread, and you should be able to find it. Um, Linktree's got the links to everything else that I do, um, including Anchor. Uh, YouTube, which is Dreadpool, the t uh, Twitter handle, the TikTok. So just, I gotta, I gotta say this. I think the reason that there is a, a big issue with Microsoft buying Activision is they're afraid that they're going to force Edge on Call of Duty for PlayStation Five. I think that's what's going on. Well, you figured so, it out. So yeah, I think I did, right? So <laughs> <laughs> now that the joking's over, thank you to the chat for showing up every morning. And hanging out with us and, and being great. Uh, I didn't have to really do anything. There was just one that just kind of kept on bringing stuff up. I won't mention any names. He's cool or she's cool. Uh, and, you know, it's all good. 
It's just, you, you got to watch the language. It was just a little bit too much. So let's remember, we're all family here. We all love gaming. We all want to share our, our opinions. We all want to share our hobby. So, but yet again, thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys to the panel for hanging out with us and, and you know, it, lovely talking and, and sharing our opinions with each other. Um, gaming Beyond the Box, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. And then right here, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Um, Fuzzy Belvedere, why don't you tell us where they can check out your incredible YouTube channel if they want to learn something or learn a thing or three about the driving genre that you cover and where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, I want to thank you, Boom, for having me on. I want to thank the panel members here. Man, you guys are awesome. It's always great sharing thoughts with you guys and chit-chatting about gaming, you know, our favorite hobby here and stuff. Love the chat and everyone that came out. Thank you guys for showing up and, uh, you know, interacting with us. It was greatly appreciated. Oh, and while you're here, if you haven't already, definitely hit that like button, please. But for those that want to see my rambling or hear my rambling or, or see my bad driving, go ahead and uh, check me out on YouTube at fuzzy underscore Belvedere or on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, got something I'm doing with uh, Gran Turismo now where I finally got my MX-5 Cup, which is, if you're not aware, Miata uh, or the Enos uh, Coupe for overseas. Um, finally getting that racing series, trying to get that going on on the game. But uh, thank you, everyone. Man, have an awesome weekend. <laughs> yeah, you, thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Crispy, why don't you tell us where people can find you on other podcasts and where can people strike up a conversation with you on social media? Shout out to the chat. Shout out to you, gentlemen. Uh, shout out to the 4,000 people that now follow me on Twitter. That's Appreciate all it. you crossed the 4K mark. Congratulations on that. Yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's a big, nice big thing. Uh, I remember starting with a uh, one. So that was, that was, <laughs> I didn't join Twitter until about four years ago, I think. So it's pretty crazy. So I'm averaging, I'm batting a thousand, as we like to say, per year. So uh, at Chrissy Bomb on Twitter, Chrissy Bomb 28, Xbox Live. You got Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. The next podcast, 8 p.m. Thursdays. And uh, Breakfast of Boom, unfortunately, I'm going to have to miss next week's show, but I'll see you back here in two weeks. Yep. Yeah, you, you, you dropped it in there. Yeah, game, game Players HUD Zero. So I'd love to join you guys next month as a panel member. Hit me up. Boom. Yeah, we can have you guest appear for sure. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out to you via DM. We'll see what what uh, upcoming Friday best works for you. All right, brother. So uh, yeah, listen, Crispy, we'll miss you, brother, but we'll see you back the week afterwards. And of course, last and no way least, the web Dave, uh, please, by all means, sell the Outbreak podcast brand. Uh, tell everyone who you're interviewing next, who you've got coming up. And more importantly, where can people check that out? Thank you, boom. Appreciate that. Um, all I got to say is that uh, it's outbreakpodcast.com is the easiest way, or it's Outbreak Podcast here on YouTube. Uh, this week's episode is the <laughs> immortal one down below me is Crispy Bomb is up live now, and uh, he is uh, he is on fire. You definitely want to you definitely do not want to miss that. Next week's episode, I've got uh, Eric Cuts for the win. Uh, she comes out next Wednesday, and that is a really good. She knows her stuff on uh from software games i'm telling you that right now and then <clears throat> the following week i've got um <laughs> dreadpool who decided he wanted to break the record and we did a two-hour podcast <laughs> holy cow Love it. <laughs> but i tell you there's so much interesting information to find out about dreadpool isn't there dread oh yes i kept yeah. it short 
Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He, he did. He bottled the axe, got right Crispy in nose. short. I love it. That's Crispy nose. Yeah. And oh, then coming yeah. up in a future episode, I was uh, privileged enough to interview Randall Thor 19 as an oh, hour you do not want to miss. I'll tell you. Yeah. Thanks, Boom. Right, and buddy. also, Boom, congratulations on your marathon week, man. Great oh, shows, yeah. great product. I'm exhausted. I'm going to be honest with you. I have to I have to start working on Monday and Tuesday show, but I'm going to take a break and go back to uh, my uh, my addiction known as Elden Ring, which I just I can't get I get enough of the game. We but need listen. to do some multiplayer on that, man. I've never tried it. Yeah, the multiplayer is 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 I, again. I, I play offline. I don't do the right. multiplayer uh, for a lot of reasons, but I, I you <laughs> know they, they did have that bug where people were uh, oh, know, yeah. erasing your stuff, and yeah, you know what? I'll just play offline. Um, <laughs> we'll no, play another listen. game then. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting Double Barrel Gaming and all the shows that I do, of course. Uh, and I want to, you know, Mrs. Booms, again, I want to wish you a great weekend. Hopefully you have a safe and fun weekend doing whatever you're doing. And, of course, gaming on whatever console makes you happy, whether that be PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo, or all three. Just enjoy gaming. And, of course, I'm going to close out today's show with something that is important to me, folks. Hopefully one day. It'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of, what, what is this called? Breakfast with Boom. Take care, everyone. Have an awesome weekend. <laughs>